Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. You're playing with me? Are you kidding me? Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 33. This one brought to you by Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's actually one of my favorite months because I get to wear pink every day and no one questions that. Also brought to you by a new, our newest branded edition of the Believe Network, Los Angeles Football Network, hosted by Ryan Dyrud and Talon Graff. They do a fantastic job. Check them out. I want to welcome all our new listeners. I know we're still growing because I personally subscribed to multiple phones since the last show. Check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. Follow us on Instagram at somethingsbrewing or shoot an email to Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. So, producer Dan, yes. are you on board with the game plan? Yes. You know, you just reminded me that I haven't checked the email in a long time. Well, I maybe should do that as y- part of my duties. Yes. So shoot us an email. And I'll check it. All right. Okay. Number 33, one honorable mention, and then we have a favorite 33 for the week. So first honorable mention is the great Larry Bird. Okay. Love, love, love the guy. Wait a minute. So Larry Bird is not the actual 33? No. He's honorable mentioned. And you'll you'll know why. Yeah. I I bet most of our listeners could probably, if you know me, you, you know where I'm going with this, and that is none other than Mr. Scotty. Pippen. Oh yeah. Of Chicago Bulls. Oh fame. yeah. Six time yeah. six time NBA champion, seven time All Star, uh was an M- uh, All Star game MVP, three time first team, uh uh two time second team, two time third team, eight times all defensive team, first team, great defender. Um, NBA steals leader in 1995, Jeez. the 50th, all the one of the top 50 players of all time, retired by the jersey, retired by the Bulls, uh, male athlete of the year in 1996, consensus, two time consensus All American for NAIA, though, by the way, just just this little side note, went to central Arkansas. A um, couple more quick stories about Scottie Pippen. So I've uh, I, I one 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 uh, afternoon having happy hour. Two nice uh, young girls sitting next to me. I was just chatting with them. One of them, Scottie Pippen's daughter, looked like she just got done shopping. And, uh, and Scottie's sister in law actually worked worked with me for uh, a little over a year, uh, which was uh, really? another connection to Scottie Pippen. Nice. And then my favorite connection to Scottie Pippen. So one of my favorite guys on the planet, uh, Tori. Uh, he'll just go by Tory. So he was playing golf. <laughs> is he incognito? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we talked. Protection yeah, we talked about him before. But so Tory is uh, shorter than you. Okay, Dan. I'm sorry, Tory. I'm sorry. Yeah, and he uh, he was playing golf with Scottie Pippen in a you know in a, in a charity <laughs> event or something. And at the end of the round, he said he had a beautiful day with Scottie, and Scottie was just a, a fantastic person. And so they took a picture with my buddy Tory, who's literally like five three. Um. And Scotty Pippen, who's six nine, another <laughs> another tall guy at like six six, and another dude like six three. And the picture in Scotty p- posted on Instagram, or one of the people posted on Instagram, and then there was just people jumped all over it. 
uh, <laughs> making fun of how how funny Tori looked. Yeah, and well, so here's a couple of that's the highlights. Why guys like my size don't hang around with basketball players. <laughs> yeah, so it's like so here's a here's my three favorite uh, uh, making fun of Tori lines. <laughs> oh, no. So it says, "Oh, that's the white Muggsy Bogues." Okay, that's the shortest <laughs> basketball player in history. Uh, <laughs> why does that kid have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and then the, my favorite one was who let the kid out of the pack and play. <laughs> oh, so, but anyway, no, I I love you, Tori. Uh, Tori, I feel your pain. Yeah, and a shout out to him actually for finishing a hundred mile race. I mean, how many people do you know that did that? Oh my, start seriously? start to finish hundred miles. You okay. know, and I don't even know if you're talking about a running race, a bicycle race, a motorcycle. No. It doesn't matter. hundred miles. Yep, running. He ran. No. Yes, he, he's he's crazy. He's weird. He he's ran like hundred miles. Yeah, dude, I cannot run hundred feet. I know you can't, Dan. So, um, he's re- really, truly one of my favorite guys wow. on the planet. I got a great idea for a show for he and I once we have both have enough money that we don't have to like work so hard. Yeah, it's it. This is what it's called. It's called Corey and Tori C X Y Z. How's that sound? <laughs> okay. And if you ever saw the two of us together, you would- Oh, I bet. And you were a producer of a big time show, not this show, <laughs> you, you, you would put us on- Get those guys. So, Sign those guys up right now. So you would you would definitely give us our own show on the Travel Channel. A hundred miles. Yeah. So anyway, enough about Tori, for God's sorry, sake. Sorry, Okay. Sorry. And with that, we are off. Okay. So- Another UCLA recap. Do want to give a quick shout out to Thad Lewis, one of the quarterback coaches, and Deshaun Foster had a nice conversation with those two gentlemen on the field before the game. Uh, feel for those guys. Feel for all the coaches. Feel for all the players. But okay, but before before we get into this, should we try to cheer up? Oh well, don't worry. We're going to get cheered up. All right. Yes. Yes. Da, da, da. We lost another game, <laughs> but it was somewhat entertaining. After we go. were yeah. losing twenty-one to not a uh, uh, not a thing. Okay, so the quarterback from Oregon State threw for five touchdown passes. All right. Oh, uh, we ended up losing the game forty-eight to thirty-one. We made it somewhat exciting in the second half. Uh, the, the, literally, we we gave up two hundred eighty-five yards in the air. To a team that I guess Oregon State. I mean, like I called it the battle in the basement because we both had one win, but Oregon State looked like they were a really good team, or are they just look like a really good team because they were playing us? So I mean, you know, Jonathan Jonathan Smith, the coach at Oregon State. I mean, he coached a fantastic game. Uh, That quarterback played extremely well, Um, and when you start off any game, literally twenty-one to nothing. I mean, how do you expect to come back from that? We had a we dug put ourselves in a huge hole to start off the game. Uh, Demetric Felton though had a fantastic game, 166 yards from scrimmage. Um, but and, and he had a fantastic 75 yard touchdown by the way in the th- in in the uh, in the third quarter I believe. But let's get let's get to the UCLA quarterback play, Dan. So we've been talking plenty about the UCLA quarterback yes. uh, situation over. Yes. Over the weeks, you know, we're now one in five, but Austin Burton made his first career start. Uh, he was 27 of 41 for 236 yards and a touchdown, but he threw no interceptions nice. and he didn't have any fumbles when nobody hit him. Nice. So, uh, so check on that. He also had 64 yards rushing, uh, had a, a rushing touchdown also. Um, you know, that, uh, that capped 
a 17-play, 75-yard drive you know, midway through the fourth quarter. I thought that was a fantastic drive, and I agree with what Chip said. I thought he did a, re- a, a great job with his first start. I thought he managed the game extremely well. Uh, but uh, again, when you start off twenty-one to nothing, you know the, Oregon State took took advantage of you know, a bunch of mess ups by UCLA, uh, and then I, you know again we talk about that. What I remember last week, Dan, when I said, "Why do we punt on fourth down? <laughs> yeah. Let's just go for it all the time." Right. Well, he did it again. Uh, down seven to nothing, uh, made another uh, uh, fourth down play on our own 34. Uh-huh. It's fourth in less than one, and we ran a counter play. Okay, so you don't know what a counter play is, I have Dan. no idea, and and probably you know many people don't. But for those of you that know football, you know what a counter play is. It is a slow starting running play where the the quarterback does a reverse, you know, pivot, runs backwards. You make it look like it's going one way, and then you counter, hence counter, the word counter, right? in the other direction. It's basically just a little bit faster than a, a, a draw, all right? So we run that when we only need to go forward less than three feet. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. We get a five-yard loss, mm-hmm. okay? And, you know, we lose we're, we're, we lose a huge momentum. Uh, 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 we lo- lose any potential momentum. And next thing you know, it's fourteen nothing again. We already talked about the twenty-one nothing. I do want to talk about one other thing though that I thought was crazy. So they did this crazy squib kick. Um, there was a personal fault foul penalty. So they had a successful squib kick, which I I've actually never seen live. I don't think I've ever actually seen one on TV either. But in, instead of the guy punting it, which you're allowed to do. He uh, he drops it. It bounces off of the ground, and he kicks it straight up in the air. And our, our special teams guys, I wouldn't be surprised if the front line of defense was like, "What the what fuck was we, that?" What we, well, did we get it? Or what? <laughs> so uh, I was, you know, I thought that was kind of an interesting play. Um, and then you know, let's talk about what is going to be, I assume, uh, a big story because we do have a bye uh, coming up mm-hmm, this week. Mm-hmm. Is do we have a quarterback controversy? I don't know if DTR is healthy or not, but uh, and we again mentioned before that you it's you typically do not lose your starting job to injury. However, yeah. I don't know how you cannot let Austin Burton uh, uh, get get another start, even if DTR is healthy, unless DTR is so perfectly healthy and promises to not make any silly mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe, but no, I, I think you got to let Austin Burton play, even if DTR is completely healthy, and and it, potentially they they can hide behind the fact that he's still not healthy. So I think they can deflect the whole real. They might they're going to be able to put off the the uh, like a real quarterback controversy at least mm-hmm. for another week. Mm-hmm. I think with from an injury standpoint, but make no mistake, there's a quarterback controversy for anyone that knows anything about football, uh, and certainly anybody that's watched UCLA. Um, there was talk about there being a record low crowd. Uh, we got close. <laughs> Uh, there was uh, yeah. there was forty eight thousand that uh, were in attendance, but we we all for those of you that were there, you saw this at halftime. There was over three thousand high school bands bandmates there, right from all kinds oh, of different really? high schools. Yeah. So to make sure we didn't have the record low, they just basically they just gave free tickets right, to every every, every high, high school, school band, band. That, that has a band. Wow. But they actually did a fantastic job at halftime. And there, I've never seen that many people on the Rose Bowl 3, field. Bands, <laughs> there was yeah. three thousand people on the field, all in unison, though. Wow! Very nice cor- choreography. That's so wonderful. 
Uh, you know, c- congrats to to Jonathan Smith at uh, Oregon State. He grew up in Pasadena. It must have been pretty cool to come back as a wow, head coach yeah. and, and oh, win for the wild. first time there. So, you know, he, he's a young kid, young guy, sorry. Uh, and, uh, you know, congratulations to him. But it's official. Any positive m- momentum that we had after the Washington State game uh, is long gone. Uh, and I think I agree with many other people that when they say that, you know, I think you know, Chip Kelly's biggest task is trying to convince all of the skeptical f- fans that, uh, you know, that it can't get any worse. So we're going to talk about, uh, you know, you know the, more about the Brooklyn's bridge later where I'll connect the dots. But uh, I will I will quote one of his the one quote that I took from him. He said, there's no magic formula. There is no trade or a waiver wire. You don't get to add players at this point in time. We've got to put them in positions to make plays and give them an opportunity to execute. That is on us as a coaching staff. So looking into that, like, that it's like deep, man. It is kind of deep, but then I mean, is it like <laughs> is it a little bit of a shot? Like, well, there's no trade or waiver wire. Basically, like if I if you just read that sentence, he basically just said we can't get different players. Listen, we're stuck with the team that we yeah, have. It's like <laughs> we need to give them the ball. They need to <laughs> score points. Right. I mean, I just and like I'm kind of you know like kind of question that a little bit, but whatever. Um. So again, up next we have a buy. Yes, uh, but and we're we're not going to do any preview of our game. Uh, this not on this show, right? But the following no, show next week we will. This is the buy preview. But just a little a little heads up. We we play the uh, the Stanford Cardinal, who we've we've lost eleven straight games to those pesky trees. <laughs> I love that. I actually love it. So we're gonna so we're going to we're going to uh, we're going <laughs> to use that sound effect. A whole bunch next week in the preview. So, um, with uh, we, I do have some really great stories. I'm also looking forward to tell to telling next week about some of the Stanford, uh, some of the Stanford games. Oh, so, really? Okay. So you can get um, our story time music all, all lined up like that. Perfect. Okay. So, rest of the Pac-12 highlights. Arizona beat Colorado, but CU gave the game away. If anybody watched that, I was wrong on that bet. You're going to see a theme, by the way. Uh, Oregon beat Cal, but I was wrong on that on Oregon not covering that. They didn't cover that spread. Wrong again. Uh, Stanford beat Washington. The Huskies uh, Huskies are uh, uh, officially very very sad. I was also wrong about that one. USC uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, won. Uh, they did cover. I was wrong about that one. Upcoming next week, USC versus Notre Dame should be entertaining. USC plays at Notre Dame. That's a you know that's a huge rivalry. Uh, Utah uh, coming up against Oregon State. Let's see if Oregon State is actually really getting better. They're thirteen and a half point underdogs uh, against Utah, and then UW is minus six and a half versus Arizona. So if you notice, I've said I got all my picks on those ones wrong. Uh, uh, but I do say you, the UW at minus six and a half for Ares versus Arizona. That's that is my lock of the week. Rest of the top twenty-five highlights: Cincinnati beat uh, Central Florida, and actually Cincinnati is now ranked. Michigan beat Iowa in a real yawner, ten to three. Notre Dame, Penn State, Oklahoma, LSU, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Ohio State all rolled. SMU won. Uh, we talked about them last week. Are they actually going to keep it up? I think they beat Tulsa or somebody, but it wasn't three overtimes. Florida beat Auburn, which was surprising. Another bet that I lost. Um, <laughs> but Auburn's uh, backup quarterback was playing. Uh, so overall, I was basically 
only was right on about 30% of my overall bets. Uh, Bookie was definitely texting me first thing on Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, big games next week for uh, the rest of the 25. Um, uh, Oklahoma, Texas. Alabama is at a and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and call a potential upset, just because I feel like I've been on the A&M bandwagon and they they haven't deserved it. Uh, and again, Cincinnati is now ranked. We'll see if they can keep going. And then the Florida L versus LSU game is going to be a huge game. LSU is uh, favored by thirteen and a half. So, all right, with that, let's move the chains over to the rest of the sports update. Okay, so first off, we have an NFL recap. <sighs> Rams lost a Rams lost a, a heartbreaker to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are four and one. Okay, and they're nine and one in Thursday primetime games. By the way, Panther, Panthers finally won, and Christian McCaffrey was huge for me on my DraftKings game. By the way, actually, finally got third or fourth place. I've gotten like ninth place for the last five weeks in a row in that league. But uh, Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury got his first win. Remember, we said we didn't expect that team to be any good. Well, we're right. Um, <laughs> Falcons, Texans won. Uh, actually, Texans scored 53. They're starting to look look much, much better. Excited to see if they can keep that up. The Saints are 4-1. They beat the Buccaneers, um, even without Drew Brees. So, hey, cool, cool, cool. Let's keep it going. I, I hope that the, I like the Saints. I think they deserve to have that comeback from last year. The Vikings won. They're playing better. Uh, the Bears got beat in oh, London Bears. by Chucky and the Raiders. <sighs> and even though I hate seeing the Bears lose, I, just from all the Antonio Brown bullshit, I, I want the Raiders to do well and because I, I also want them to be very good because I can't wait. I, I'm considering being a season ticket holder at the new stadium in Las Vegas. But game was in London, and the London games, uh, they, they built a new stadium. or They're playing in a brand-new stadium. It looks great. I love it. I, I want to go to a game in London next year. Um, Jets lost to the Eagles. They're 0-4. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, stink. Uh, Ravens beat the Steelers. Uh, Bills four and one, uh, uh, third favorite yeah, team maybe. on the planet. Patriots won uh, against the Redskins last week to go five and zero. Oh, and this is the show we're doing the show on Thursday night. The Patriots just won again against the Giants, so they're now six and zero. Oh. The Broncos and Vic Fangio. I just don't know why you can't you can't say Vic Fangio without saying Vic Fangio. Is am I right? Oh, you're right. Okay, the Broncos won their first game. Packers are looking good, but I said this early, early on, maybe episode three or four. I'm starting to feel like Aaron Rodgers is on TV for too many commercials again. Yeah, I'm just getting that feeling. Yeah. but if that's what it takes for him to play well, because I still he's still my favorite quarterback. I love the way the guy plays, and I and let's let's point out something for the newer listeners that the older listeners or the 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 listeners forever would have known the fact. That Aaron Rodgers still wears a one single snap leather chin strap in a game that is the most violent game ever is remarkable, which shows <laughs> that he's that smart. He knows where the defense is coming at him from every every single angle. He's never caught off guard because if he was caught off guard ever and got a helmet to the chin, he would not be wearing a leather chin strap. One. So I just love that about him. I love it. I always will. He's got a lot of moxie. His interviews. His interviews <laughs> He's are got moxie. Kid. His interviews are starting to get a little weird, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into that later. Okay, Colts beat the Chiefs, so the Chiefs that finally lost. That was actually a really good game. Uh, Chiefs had the fewest points in over twenty six games, and then the Forty ers are still undefeated. They looking they're looking good. Running the ran the ball like my Pop Warner team did in eighth grade <laughs> with David Pop. Holy shit. Uh, look, literally looked like a fantastic high school team running the ball down the Browns' throats. And, and we talked about the Browns being overrated. Yeah, they're still overrated. And I just, I don't, I don't, for some reason, I just like watching them lose. Just like the, the, the oh, smugness is, bothers me. Uh, Lions and Dolphins had a bye. Okay, big games next week. Looking forward to the Texans at Chiefs. Again, we want to see if the Texans are going to be are legit. The Redskins and Dolphins are playing in the basement bowl. Both teams have not won. Uh, Lions at Packers. Uh, I think that's the Monday night game. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to that one. And then the 49ers versus the Rams. So the Ooh, 49ers yeah. are atop of the NFC West, uh, which everyone thought that the Rams would obviously be. So that's a big game uh, for uh, divisional implications. Okay, so where do we go next? Okay, Major League. Um, this is I'm excited about this section. Yeah. Okay, got a lot of things to talk about in this section. So. Let's start off first with the St. Louis Cardinals. They beat the Braves in Game 5 with a huge offensive performance, scored 10 runs in the first inning. It's kind of like the UCLA Bruins giving up 21 uh, and going down 21-0. And then... Let's let's move into the Dodgers debacle. Okay, so okay, I went to the game. I was there last night. Shout out to T Pop Bradley. I appreciate the tickets. Thank you very much. Um, and she claims to be the lo- biggest Ram- uh, uh, Dodgers fan on the planet, and I believe her. I have never been to a baseball game l- longer or earlier than. 20 minutes before it starts. She had me there an hour and 45 minutes oh, before. Oh, oh, really? I haven't watched batting practice since I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> since you were doing we saw, batting practice. I saw the some of the Dodgers batting practice, okay? Yeah. And in the in all Were they still striping the diamond? Yeah, like, all what, the nationals. How early were we talking? I couldn't believe it. I, and I literally kept saying to her, "Okay, it's an hour and a half really? longer." Are you sure? But anyway, thank you. I really appreciate it. But the Dodgers had a freaking lead the whole game. And Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw, and this poor guy. I mean, it if it were, if it happened to anybody else, it would be Armageddon against this guy. But he's such a nice guy that he's you. You can't help but feel sorry for this guy. Um, he gives up two home runs in two pitches, and here's here's the interesting Uh-oh. part of the story. So I get. T-Pop Bradley to leave the game at the right before the start of the eighth inning. She, we, she had, I picked her up in Culver City. She left her car there. I said, you know what? Let's just get out of here. We're winning three to one, oh. and we'll watch the end of the game and celebrate at oh, uh, in Culver oh, oh, City oh, oh, at, at Rocco's, right? Oh, and yeah. she's like, sure, yeah, let's go. Yeah, so it's we a great go. Plan. Um, and <laughs> between we we had uh, like VIP parking, so we had from the gate from the exit of the security gate. Okay. We only had about a hundred yards to go to get to our car. Right. We you don't really hear any sound because it's at Dodger Stadium. It's in so the, the ravine, between right? us walking out of the of the security to getting in the car and turning on the radio, they pit he, two home runs, <laughs> tie game three to three. And I have never seen a more s- sad individual 
in my life. Okay. Oh no. I felt so bad. Yeah. You know, cause then you're like, I'm sorry. And I kept apologizing. And I, you know, but it's, that's uh. not the reason it happened. Would you rather be there and feel all that downer energy? Talk to another friend who was there. Uh, yeah. Fa- I heard my, the people in the stands were just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. My father-in-law was there. My brother-in-law was there. Uh, my sister-in-law were there. And actually, so we were sitting on third baseline and they were out in the, out in the center field. And, uh, <laughs> I, the lady in front of me had binoculars. I said, "Give me your binoculars." I found my father-in-law, brother-in-law, no, and his wife. Seriously, and I and, and they were good binoculars. I was far <laughs> away, and literally could tell what they were like, what they were drinking, what my father-in-law had on, like body language. Like mm-hmm. I sent them a text, and I and I and he opened up. My brother-in-law opened up the text, and I'm like, "I'm far away," but I'm watching. Like you send a text, and you can see him reach into his <laughs> yeah. his uh, his pocket, <laughs> Get out and phone. I you know, and I wanted to send him another text. Like you know what? I thought that that text would have a little got a little more, uh, <laughs> you know, a little more emotion out of you. Right? Yeah. You know, he looks at it. I puts saw it you back. roll your eyes. Yeah. Thanks, it's like man. man, you didn't even show somebody to the right or left no, like, come on come on so i thought it was a little it felt a little creepy actually so then i started almost doing the voyeur thing like looking at people all over right and it i, I started to feel a little weird and i stopped but um so so here's the thing yeah. kershaw and within by the way within five minutes i got a picture of of the joker you know from batman <laughs> with a picture of the of kershaw with paint like the joker oh, that yeah. says joker and it, like, within five minutes, unbelievable. So, people, do people just sit at their computers with Photoshop open just it's, in case something happens? Well, it 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 pick, picked up. It it wow. was on fire. So here's the deal with Kershaw. He's a Hall of Famer in the regular season. Nobody would argue that. And we're going to get to the Dave Roberts thing in a second here. But he he's a Hall of Famer in the regular season. But he owns one of the, if not the worst, playoff ERA of all time after a minimum of ten innings pitched. Yeah. So. Come on, all right. Get that Dave Roberts part. Get up. It's it's. I want to hear that whole thing because okay. I want to analyze it. No, this is. It, he's a pretty dynamic guy. I don't know if you're Cause, ready because I don't want to give all the all the uh, all the blame, all the glory to yeah. yeah no, Kershaw. all the blame to Kershaw. I want to. I want Dave Roberts to get his f- fill. Okay, Put here's it on. Big Dave Eaton, and um, when you got Rendon and Soto, and you, and we so look at his like, eyes, um, and his he is like he's. I like Clayton. He's half asleep. He's just naming random players at this point. He's answering like Chip Kelly does. Ready for whatever today. Yeah. He's uh, talking about Kershaw. So for Maida to go through Soto, um, you know, Kenta in this role, we really liked him against the right. So here's my point. He's He's talking about data analytics. Keep keep playing. Oh, yeah. Just leave it Keep keep playing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a minute. It's so exciting. How are you going to talk over this? So here's my point. Talk to me. I'll take Clayton, you know. He's... Any day in that situation, he's talking. He just basically threw out a whole bunch of data analytics. Um, yeah. Okay. Is to get Rendon and then go out there and get Soto. And, you know, again, um, more statistics that are going to get them to win, right? More statistics about what the right move is. You know, when is here it comes. The analytics going to come into play? She even show that Kershaw hasn't been, you know, successful in the postseason. When is that? You know, kind of a conversation to have. She's scared to ask. By the way. I, I, that that's a that's a tough question for me to answer honestly. <laughs> okay, wrap wrap it up. <laughs> In other okay. words, so here's uh, the bottom I'm line. Not, I'm not so here's gonna, here's my uh, point, yeah. which Dave Roberts obviously not going to say this because it's a direct shot at him. What I would have loved, and I would have a thousand percent more respect for him if he would have said right there, you know what? Maybe I should have known better and gone with my gut because if every single person I felt like in that stadium <laughs> as Kershaw was coming out. And he got out of the he got pitched you know pitched a strikeout in the seventh inning, and he and he didn't fuck it up. 
And right. I guarantee you, everyone was probably saying, "Okay, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like, right." And, and the they big, don't coach the, the big team. Sigh of relief. Right? Right. They don't. They exactly. don't have their pulse on the team. Right. It's almost. And then how many times has Dave Roberts done that? Where he's he he gives Clayton Kershaw an opportunity because he's like, "Well, Kershaw is a Hall of Famer. He's the best best pitcher ever. He's going to be successful sooner or later in the playoffs." But sooner or later, <laughs> your gut's got to say, "Don't put him in that position." Right, because it right? doesn't work out. You know, and then the guy forget the pitcher he threw out there in the in the ninth. But I mean, for God's sakes, he gave up a grand slam to an ex Dodger Kendrick, oh, and it's just God. it's just so depressing. You know, and you know, it's like, and it's it just the commerce that 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 we lose as a city it, for you know when the Dodgers go to two more series. Think about how much uh, uh, economics and revenue is going to hit the city, right? Think oh, about yeah. the energy oh, that is yeah. now gone. Yeah. Um, some of my friends that did stay till the end said it took them an hour and a half, literally, to just get out of the parking lot, not even get out, like their, their section. Wow. So feel sorry for, for all the Dodgers fans. I am a Dodger fan. I'm a Cubs first f- fans fan first, Dodgers fan second. Okay, next story. Can't wait to talk to you about this one, Dan. What's that? So the Astros, they won tonight. Okay, um, they beat the Rays in Game Five. But listen to this. So there's this Astros fan. His name is Jimmy. They call him Mattress Mac. He owns a furniture store in Houston. So he has this marketing thing going on for his furniture store. Oh, that if the oh, Astros no. win the World Series, he gives everyone that bought an over three thousand dollar mattress a full refund. If the Astros win the World Series. Oh, my, how many people is that? A lot of people. It's so much so that he, and he's done, done these types of things before. Yeah. But this, he must have so much at stake because guess what he did to hedge it? Uh-oh. He put $5 million. He bet $5 million that the Astros are going to win the World Series to hedge it. <laughs> so there's your answer, Dan. It's got to wow. be a decent amount. Right. Wow, we should be in the selling really expensive mattress business. Well, they are. They are expensive. Yeah, I didn't realize. I've never paid three grand for a mattress. No, but that's another thing. It's like one of those things where you don't realize. Like I, I slept on a couple hundred dollars worth of mattress for fifteen years, and then I upgraded to a nine hundred dollar mattress, and I yeah, thought, and then you're like, oh. yeah, you thought you'd gone to heaven. So yeah. then think about it. Is three it, is grand? the three thousand dollar one that much? Even that much better? I might not it, leave her uh, bed. I might never leave bed. Yeah. So okay, uh, and then last Yankees dominated their series with a twin sweep. Um, a little bummed out though because if the Rays won, we'll get mm-hmm. that. Never. You know what? Actually, I'll come back to that. Oh. Okay. All oh, right. and then we talked about the WNBA finals. So I actually watched the last few minutes of the game before. Oh, you we, did. Before I came to oh, the yeah? studio. Um, so the Washington Mystics beat the Connecticut Sun. But if you watch the game, it actually looks like Geico and AT and T beat the Mohegan Sun <laughs> Casinos. <laughs> Seriously, give me a break. They can't even, you can't even see the names. They don't even have the names no. of the team. No, just like, hey, listen. There's a Geico. logo of the team. Yeah. But if you were watching, I don't know. I would not, and I didn't know. Right. If like, I wasn't uh, such a big yeah. fan of the WNBA, I wouldn't know. I would think Geico was playing Mohegan Sun. <laughs> and, and, and a little side note, I, I know and it's all about the money. I get it. Like, I, I know. Thank you. But I was sitting at Dodger Stadium last night looking at the outfield. And Dodger Stadium was, from a historical standpoint, was one of the first big stadiums, you know, big yeah. open stadiums, yeah. right? Dodger Stadium is old, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. It's one of the first big ones. 
But now you look out in the in the stands, and and this is f- true for all Major League Baseball stadiums, and it and it came on strong over the last five years, and I hate it. Which is they now look like AAA stadiums. There's you know so and so insurance agent you know at the AAA stadium. Well, it's just it's farmers insurance. There's right, there's right. not one open space of non advertised uh, um, outfield wall. Yeah, it's like you're yeah. telling me that we are that much of whores for the money yes. that we can't keep a little bit of the integrity of what the like the the pristineness, <laughs> and that's why at least at least right. at Wrigley Field they have the ivy and there's only one in the outfield. I think it's Under right. Armour right now. Yeah, but you know, like come on, just t- tell all of those teams, all of those companies, Bank of America, you name it, just bid it all out and say we're only putting one out there. Right. You know, and at it least keep it cleaner. And, yeah. I had never thought of it. I love that analogy that it's like a true Yeah. Or <laughs> like the local real estate banner, but it's yeah. just and now bigger they, and, and then now they do it in the NHL. Oh yeah. All, around all the boards. It's like am I, am I literally can I go watch a game? I just it just pisses me off. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Whew. All right. Let's so we got it. You said you had a good idea for the song. So did I? Yep. Now let's slide over to pop culture and politics. So I know I never knew that song actually. I know that that beat from the Coolio version oh, of is that Fantastic right? Voyage, which you know uh, actually you can see one of Coolio's houses out of the my window at my office. By the way, really? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Interesting. Uh, I never really see anybody there, but uh, here he lives there. Okay, so first on the pop culture piece. So Justin Bieber's got baby fever. <laughs> oh God! I just like saying that. He's uh, not going to breed, is he? No, oh, yeah, he's having a kid with uh, Haley Baldwin. No. Yeah. And One Haley thing... Baldwin is she the daughter of Alec Baldwin uh, and uh, Kim Basinger? Yeah. Is yeah. That, is I wanted. The... Is it Stephen or Alec? Oh, maybe she's a Stephen. I Baldwin. think she's a Stephen Baldwin kid. I feel like yes, because Haley Baldwin or Alec Baldwin's kid is they have like a they're like a. Uh, the distraught relationship, I thought. Right, I will, right. We'll, we'll, we'll check on that because I'm super interested. Um, yeah, but no, they are, pro, they are, pro, yeah, <laughs> me too. They are procreating and uh, pretty much guarantee that the baby's going to be good looking. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see uh, if that baby becomes an engineer or not. Um, all right, so Matt Lauer's shit is definitely hitting the fan. Oh, you, Matt. You saw that? So, Matt, Yeah, so, I mean, Matt, obviously, Matt, he got Matt, fired, and there was speculation, Matt. but now it's a full-on book about his rape in Sochi, who, which he says is uh, was completely consensual. Obviously, she doesn't. Um, and then I, in my pop culture, you know, in my week of pop culture, I was so excited to hear that, just like they did for Aladdin, um, they are going to remake the little mermaid yes and just like they did for aladdin so like a live version yes and the thing i'm so i love the little mermaid okay i know i knew almost every word to that movie so and for those of you that haven't listened to all the episodes or don't know me very well um this is an opportunity for me to do a little humble brag so um I, as 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 a reminder, I do have a day job. I sell corporate insurance. Okay, and if you have been entertained by the show at all, and you haven't seen my music videos on YouTube, <laughs> then you have to hit pause <laughs> and <laughs> hit pause, hit pause, and go search Corey Pause <laughs> on YouTube, YouTube, and watch the four music videos that I have. 
it's they're pretty good now and i'm already have another five to six songs rewritten for future videos and one of them yeah is under the sea no by little mermaid no, it's not. i'm not going to sing the whole thing but just listen to it you ready so remember i sell corporate insurance okay all right all right here we go <laughs> this is acoustic version obviously yes the service always looks greener than Aeon and Lockton's Lake. You dream about going over there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the team around you, right here on the ground floor. Resources abound around you. What more is HR looking for? Keep it with me, the business. Keep it with me. I know you'll feel better. Don't sign that letter. Take it from me. <laughs> the Dude. competition slacks all day, hoping your questions go away. While we devoting full time to quoting business with me. <laughs> now you tell me that ain't good. Wow. Come on. Just and I got wow. two more freaking verses. Yeah, do, do yeah. you really? Of course, Dan. You think See, I just this, write verse this one? This is so foreign to me because I've never Come had on. that kind of corporate job where you... You go to a meeting and a guy <laughs> sings a parody of a song? <laughs> well, I don't sing it at meetings, Dan. Oh, but you if you don't, don't keep insurance fun, then you're going to go crazy. Gonna go cr yeah, I bet. All right, so let's move it over That's to awesome. politics. Should, so are you going to be Sebastian in the new movie? No, I don't, have, I don't have good enough hair. Oh, darn it. All right, give me that Give me that politics sound effect. I still, all right, here we go. So first things first, from our polit political section, lots to talk about here. Yes. And if you haven't noticed, there's a lots and lots and lots to talk about foreign meddling okay let's <laughs> yeah, just call yeah. it that it's like they're everybody's pointing the fi finger at everybody else i don't think it's going to get better for either side anytime soon i think it's going to get actually worse i did actually read though also that hillary clinton is considering another freaking run at this thing what yeah Are you serious? i can't wait to talk about that if that wow. actually happens and then wow. here's another story that caught my eye and, and i'm sure everybody else's because it was a national news story the fact that ellen degeneres took on the twitter troll world which i, I i've always loved ellen and now i love her even more because they they sent out the picture of her sitting next to ex-president bush at the Cowboys game, okay? Oh, that's where that was? Yeah, so gotcha. they show yeah, a shot that. of her on the national TV, okay. and they're and, and heaven forbid, they actually showed a shot of her laughing, you know, okay. with George Bush. Okay. And and the, and people were genuinely upset, right? Okay, can, can I just clarify something for people that haven't seen the photo? She's not sitting in his lap. Of course not. She's actually probably three or f more feet away from I, him. I know. But like, it, those seats are not even close. Mm-hmm. She's now, there with her wife or something, right? Yeah, uh, Portia de Rossi, you know, beautiful woman. So, you know, it's like it's it's not a shocker that people went apeshit, right? But here's what I loved. So she goes on her you know, national televised TV show, right? And she just says, you know, she talks about she brings first her uh, opening monologue. You know, people were were upset, and she goes, and 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 he, she's like, I'm sure they thought she's literally she says they thought, why is this gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican? president she said here's the thing i'm friends with george bush bush in fact i'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs i have we're all different and i think we've forgotten that that's okay and she continues to say when i say be kind to one another i don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do i mean be kind to everyone does that doesn't matter okay so dare i say ellen should run for president because <laughs> 
I, that's uh, like, like well, how how simple is that? Like, but that goes back to what you and I were talking about all the time. Well, several times, yeah. yeah. The third party candidate, right? <laughs> all right. So I just I thought you know that was re- I it really pissed me off because it always pisses me off when shit like that happens. But I loved how Ellen handled it, and of course you know like if the one thing you will you you got to admit though when. If when trolls go after people like Ellen and Ellen fights back, the trolls go away immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen that way with other things. See, maybe I'm a weirdo. I, seeing that picture actually it it legitimized Bush for me more than it made me think negatively worry her. about her. Yeah. Uh, hey. I was like, hey, there's George Bush hanging out with uh, yeah. Ellen Portia. Exactly. All right. You know, just it, politics doesn't have to define who you are. Period. No. no. Okay. All we right. should love each other. So uh, next thing, I don't know if you noticed, but the North North Syria is not a great place to be right now. Uh, yeah. So the so the Turks are officially at war with the Kirks Kurds. Excuse me. I wanted it to rhyme. Damn it. <laughs> the Kurds so and the close. Turks are not getting along. They haven't for for pretty much forever. And I want to bring up my one of my favorite phrases. It goes like this. Mm. You know when you 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 would you would say goodbye to somebody. Or something, you know, yeah. and like you used to say, "Hey, peace, you know, peace, peace. right?" You know, yeah, peace. You, you were around in the seventies, unfortunately. Yes, I was. Yeah, so like peace. peace. So for for a long, long time, and I still use it, but I don't use it all the time. I would say peace in the Middle East if it's possible. Oh yeah, that's true. Right, would, peace I in the Middle East that. if yeah. it's possible. Because ever since I've been a kid, paid attention to anything. There has not been peace in the Middle East. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Whether it's one country or another or always the Palestinians and the Jews. Like, that's the underlying theme that's never gone away and never will, potentially. And that's my point. So it's like they have been fighting. Mesopotamia, okay, started at... In Baghdad, the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. That's where Mesopotamia started. The cradle of civilization. Okay? That's Baghdad. Yeah. So we started there. Well... And we're still fighting. Yeah, basically. So, sure. and a and a really good good Arab friend of mine. We used to we used to have really great, you know, political conversations. Okay, yeah. and he said it to me very simply one day, because because in my mind, like to be like if you're if you're a true liberal, then you wouldn't mind us being in the Middle East because half of the women in the Middle East aren't allowed to read. Right. Okay. Right. Like you think it's bad in the United States. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's one thing. So he and he just simply put it like this. He's like, Corey, here's the bottom line. Middle Eastern people just want the people that live in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They just want you to stay out of their shit. <laughs> right. Just right. leave us alone. Right. Right. And to that, I said, okay, you got a point. Right. But what about the oil? <laughs> no, oh, kidding. well, yeah. No, you know, what about this? What about that? Right. But you know what? It's like, and I wanted to say to him, hey, sure, I'll, we'll leave him alone, but then yeah, I mean, you're just, I, I'm pretty sure you're just going to fight more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you have factions of, you know, Islam that are the same religion that want to kill each other. Right. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's not a good sign. That's going to be tough to fix that. Yeah. Just, just say it. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. Okay. So next story, <laughs> get some of our sound effects ready, Dan, because I feel I, I can't wait. Oh no. So Why? if anybody missed the story about the NBA owner, it went out NBA owner, but it was actually the GM of the Houston Rockets sent a tweet about China because the, the NBA is playing a bunch of games in China. We're going to get oh, to some right. of the economic right. statistics in a few moments. Uh-oh. But so they're they're overseas right now, all the you know, the players and the teams and whatnot. Sure, sure. Bunch of- and he sent out this simple tweet. In regards to the Hong Kong situation mm-hmm. that we've talked about before, mm-hmm. 
fight, just all he said was fight for freedom and stand with Hong Kong. That's it. Okay. So I say, where are the titter, uh, titter, wow, where are the Twitter trolls, <laughs> yeah. okay? Where's on, the where's, where's the consistent backlash against China, okay? Uh, some Focus some of our bullshit energy at, at that, because like the Middle East, they got much bigger problems in China. So then China comes back and basically says, we... We demand that uh, the GM of the Houston Rockets takes back what he said, right? <laughs> why, why would China care? No offense to the GM, of the, right? But right. why would they care? Because they can't have any any, any dissension whatsoever. Any dissension yeah. whatsoever. So here's, here's some of the numbers, okay? So uh, the number of people watching NBA games through Tencent's streaming service, service, okay, that's the Chinese company that streams NBA games, okay. has tripled in the last four years. During the 17th, last season, more than 600 million people watched NBA games on Chinese TV. Oh, my. Okay. Um, they don't give out uh, any of the financial data, but the 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 team, the but NBA China, which is which established in 2008 and manages the NBA related events, that arm in itself was worth four billion dollars. Okay, uh, what came out in a Forbes interview, um, and then you like think about all the the Chinese companies that are selling you know selling NBA stuff. The partners include Alibaba, Lightning. I mean, you you name it, right? Oh, yeah, and and the sports stars are gigantic. Social media stars, right? Think about yeah. it like this. So 600 million people in yeah. China watched the NBA yeah. in last season. Yeah. Okay. You want to know how many people are in the United States? 327 million. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people in the, middle, middle, uh, in the United States that didn't watch an NBA game last year. Yeah. Okay. A lot. I'd love to see those numbers. There's a 1.4 billion people in China. Well, yeah. So there's a lot of money to be had there. Right. So- one person, though, that I do want to throw under the bus a little bit on this is LeBron. Like, where's LeBron, right? He's got a show that he brings on Gavin Newsom, and he talks about social injustices, okay? Where is that shit, okay? So he is, so his, his, his off-the-court reputation that he's taken so seriously, like downing, downing a hooded sweatshirt in 2012 after, after the death of Trayvon Martin, right? Okay, we, we know that. Criticizing President Trump for divisive politics, right? Or, you know, he's quoted, we're not going to let one individual, no matter the power, no matter the impact that he should have or she should have, ever use sports as a pl- platform to divide us. Supporting Colin Kaepernick and his protesting of racism and police brutality. Once telling the Los Angeles Times, I think with Cap, I stand with Cap, I kneel with Cap. Okay. Lamenting hate in America after, before the start of the 2017 NBA Finals mm. after a gate outside his home was uh, was reported to be vandalized with the N-word spray painted on it. Except when the cops showed up, it was gone. His guys already spray painted over it. <laughs> Question. Okay. And then most recently, uh, we talked about speaking out against the, uh, on the new California law, right? Allowing college mm-hmm. athletes to be paid. Mm-hmm. So. He he calls his show. He says, and I got this phrase from uh, from one of the articles. He calls. He says on his show, the shop. Like he's like, let's chop it up. Yeah, let's chop it up while discussing important social mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Well, where is he on this one? Okay, and he signed a billion dollar endorsement deal with Nike. Okay? Oh my! I don't know the exact dollar amount of what it costs to make a Nike shoe in China <laughs> with borderline <laughs> slave labor. Mm-hmm. And zero workers' comp laws, and zero uh, 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 attention to our our environment from a polluting standpoint. Okay, 
and I'm I was at the mall the other day. His his his, his shoe costs over two hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. All right. So you know what? Spare me the shit. Oh, anyway. Okay. And by the way, SB two hundred six, the one where you're allowed to pay college kids. Yes. It's for high school kids too. What? Wait. Yes. Why? Uh huh. I, I listened does, to an interview. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Now. But you can now. So SB two hundred six, when it goes into effect in two thousand twenty three, you can pay co- high school kids. No. Uh huh. No, I'm serious. Oh, because there's so much money in high school basketball. Well, if you're good. I mean, when you leave high school, no, no, but, but not while you're in high school. Local right? markets? Are you kidding me? Really? I mean, I was the Illinois football player of the year. I was on the front page of the Chicago Tribune yeah, but did all you the make time. Money? Of course not. But if I if did in you the make future, money for your school? Of, I, yeah, of course. There our our football games were packed. Interesting. Every single person there bought some popcorn, one free. <laughs> okay anyway so all right I, I'm, I'm getting a little amped up so let's get ready let's move on before i keep going down the china china route because i'm reading a book called deceiving the sky all right that's the title deceiving deceiving the, the sky. sky and the the next line under it is basically something along the lines of uh china's attempt at global dominance are you kidding me <laughs> Thank you. You know what the other one it was that we forgot to do because you, I got so amped up. You were so was the guy from uh, uh, Hangover. You gonna fuck on me? <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> so yeah, you were a little slow on that. Where the hell was that? You never took a breath. You're right. I didn't. You could have just thrown him in there. This is none of your business. And that is a good one to end on. Thank you. All right. So let's pack our bags for the travel section. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not going to recap any of the travel because there was very little. But I am going to preview the upcoming travel because I got another Detroit sandwich on our hands. Remember Ooh, that? Remember that I episode? Do, I do. Okay, so um, got a, a, a great concert with my wife tomorrow night. Um, no. Yeah, Griffin, who for a DJ for those of you that love you know BDM. Uh, BPM music, B- BDSM. <laughs> I'm sorry, music. <laughs> Freudian slip. Okay, <laughs> so I'm taking the red eye on Friday night to Texas. I'm going okay. to the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma okay. versus Texas, number okay. six versus eleven. Yeah, at the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then early flight Sunday morning to New York. Okay, oh, all 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 meetings by the way, going with all you know uh, work people. Okay, um, New York, New York. Yep. And okay. going to the into the uh, watching the Jets Cowboys game. Shout out to Grant, nice. shout out to Grant's Rants and the in the Grant. winless Jets uh, in the owner suite. Okay, at MetLife Stadium, um, and then this is the bum, bum the the part that bummed me out. So oh. if the Tampa Bay Rays won, I was going to go to the Yankee game on Monday. So now ah. I was so hell bent on having a three you know a three way right. going sure, there sure. that. I'm considering taking the train to D.C. I have a, a, a client that I need to see in D.C. Yeah. I'm considering taking the train to D.C. and watching the Nationals-Cardinals game <laughs> in the playoffs. So, wow. Anyway, little humble brag, two humble brags this, this uh, episode so far. My, lyri- my lyrical, uh, oper- my, my lyrical ability and that. Absolutely. Okay, so finally, all right, now we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around. Because then you're going to know. So for those of you that are getting tired of the pause laws, don't worry. We're almost done with that. (laughs) Um, So as a reminder, we're going to recap the seven pause laws, okay, which are 
the seven rules to success through positive thinking. Rule number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, remember a round of a pause. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, never play possum. And number seven, feel the pause and effect. So once again this week, I want to connect the dots to what happened in the UCLA game. All right. So pause law number five, everyone needs some apostles. I call I call mine the pause patrol. <laughs> okay. So what this is very simple. Obviously, yes, it is a play on words from Jesus's disciples. Okay. Yes, I get that. True. All right. The apostles. All right. Understood. But the point is, is that you got to have a core group of people that you can count on. Family's one thing, but you got to have a core group that are your true apostles. And when I talk about real friends, I'm not talking about Facebook friends. I'm not talking about Twitter followers. I'm talking about really close friends. Uh, A good friend of mine's father told me 20 years ago, he said said something. I didn't think of apostles back then, but I remember connecting the dots back to his phrase back then. He said, Corey, you you gotta have ten apostles so that you can mm-hmm. make so you can make two fists. <laughs> huh? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Drew nice. Bennett Drew Bennett's dead. Oh, Drew Bennett's dead. Yeah. And I love it. I'll never forget nice. it. So what my point of connecting the dots here is that we're one in five. Yeah. And now more than ever, UCLA needs the apostles need to stick with UCLA no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, two uh, huge UCLA apostles, Bart and Kathy. Thank you for the ride home from the game the other night. And uh, really pretty cool moment. You got to hold on a second. So in the back seat was myself, my brother-in-law and his wife. And Kathy's driving, Bart's in the passenger seat. And uh, it's right where, you know, we're leaving the game early. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to give us a ride home. And AM570... Our our ad comes on AM five seventy, and I had never heard it. Yeah. Hello, Bruin fans. This- <laughs> so I never so, heard it live. Oh my god! And, and I almost and I literally look at my eyes lit up like it was Christmas. Right. I grabbed my brother in law's arm, and, <laughs> and and you know Bart in the passenger seat turns around like what what's happening? What is happening? You know, like because I hadn't stopped talking since I got in the car, right? Well, and now now they're I'm now they're I'm talking through the radio, talking <laughs> and and they literally I I felt like they might have wanted to say like I can't imagine this could get any worse. <laughs> I mean now I got to listen to this fucking guy on the radio and the radio too. So. But you know what? It doesn't sound bad. It sounds pretty I good. I bet it sounds great. So I, I'm excited to for what the next episode or the next uh, radio ad is going to be. So yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's going to be for the Stanford game. I got to think of something clever <laughs> for the uh, you know the trees. It's mm-hmm. going to be something like that. I might even throw in the chainsaw, nice, which I kind of like. Nice. But uh, so anyway, uh, you know, pause law number five. Everyone needs some apostles. So if you're if you're looking for a friend. Send us an email to the one that we haven't checked. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so we, we've we ended the last few weeks with Wilson Phillips and Hold On because for obvious reasons, if you're a UCLA football fan. But I want to change to a new song, so please. So if you're my age, I'm 39. If you're my age and you didn't love the movie Boys in the Hood growing up, then you're an asshole because that was one of my favorite movies growing up in whitewashed suburban Illinois, Chicago. I, I, that was one of my favorite movies, and this song is in that movie. And 
I just I love that movie. And so if you haven't watched it in a long time, go back and watch it. Ice Cube, God, Cuba, man. It's like, don't know, don't show, and just don't care what's going on in the hood. I mean, it's just, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. You know, my, my friends and I watch that movie. So anyway, all right. So new song gonna be next week too. That oh, one yeah. felt great, but that's a, that's only a one time deal. That's a one time. Yeah. That's a one time deal. The five stair steps. And I also, deal. by the way, I kind of like doing the show on Thursdays. The just, show about it's just about it? yeah, just just you know, just so you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm not saying forever, but it it's got to feel you know the when we do it on the Sundays or Mondays, it's got pressure. It's got yeah, it's, it's a little, little extra pressure. There's something. There's always been something magical. On Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's enjoy, uh, you know, let's let's enjoy the bye week knowing that there is no way we can be disappointed because <laughs> you can't lose if you don't play. All right. That's the spirit. <laughs> you know, and have a wonderful weekend because remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Pons is back at Florida. Go search Corey Paws <laughs> on YouTube. YouTube and watch the four music videos that I have. Are you kidding me? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.